border. Hi, Nicole. How are you doing? So, Nicole is a clothing designer. Your line is very, you describe it, it it's jet black, it's goth inspired, kind of driven by the darker, kind of more rock and roll styles. How did you get into doing this? Um, I got into doing it because it's what I, what I wanted in fashion didn't exist and everything that I looked for, I couldn't find. And the kind of darker rock and roll vibe that you described was something that was kind of inaccessible on the level that I was looking for. So little by little, I started with Halloween costumes and ended up with just everyday clothing and um, when people started asking about it I decided to um, pursue it full-time and went back to school to learn how to do it with a sewing machine instead of safety pins and here we are. I love how you started with <laughs> Halloween costumes. How, is Halloween still like one of your favorite times of year? Oh absolutely. I feel I like every it. day is Halloween in well, some regard. <laughs> Tricks, treats, costumes. Even know. if it's July who cares? Exactly. It can still be Halloween. What did, did you make your own Halloween costumes? Oh for years. What was oh, your favorite one that you made? My favorite depends on the year. I am embarrassed to admit this, but I did dress up as a bottle of Jaeger one year. I got a lot of love for that one. Can't drink that stuff anymore. And um, I also made a costume. It was a ball gown that was completely covered in old records. So I sewed probably 200 vinyl records to um, an old dress. And I think the dress itself, by the time I was done with it, weighed over a hundred pounds. It was so heavy, but how did you manipulate the vinyl? Um, I actually used the holes that were already on the vinyl and just strung thread through it and then layered them almost like fish scales onto this, onto this dress. Um, it was, it was kind of amazing. It didn't survive, uh, for much longer than an evening just because it was so heavy, but, um, I wish everyone could see my face right now because I am, <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm trying to imagine what it would look like. That would look amazing. It was very fun. It was quite a labor of love, but it was worth it. Oh, I love it. Okay. So you go back to school. How did you come up with the order? What, like, what does the order different collections and more conceptual type of design like you do? There's always some type of story behind it. So how did you come up with the order? Um, the order, if you look up the definition, it traditionally is defined as a society or a group of people that believe in something specific. And one of the reasons that I love fashion so much is that um, not only is it an expression of, of who you are, but it's you know usually represents something that you believe. And I feel like so many people try so hard to box other people in according to a certain standard that they set for that person based on something superficial. And I feel like a lot of people choose their style accordingly um, with that that type of um, type of belief. So because I love such dark style and I love um, that kind of concept, people usually find it surprising that I'm happy and I smile all the time and they <laughs> seem to find an inconsistency with that. And I actually really love that. And I love defying expectations. So the idea of the order is um, the idea of uh, just a group of people or a society or anybody that believes in that concept and believes in the idea of defying expectations and kind of being true to what you, know, what you stand for and what you believe in, regardless of whether or not it fits you on the outside or whether or not it's expected of you. I love that. Always <laughs> defy society's expectations of you. Yes. That is the best. So you're definitely <laughs> following the whole path of living authentically, which I think is really important. Yes. Yeah. Yes. At the end of the day, I think that's kind of all you have. So I love it. It's very important. Oh, I love it. And then, <laughs> so fashion is definitely representative of your own sense of self, but also kind of how you identify with other groups of people. 
Um, the same could be said said with music, since it is rock and roll inspired as well. Do you do you get inspired by the music that you're listening to? What type of music inspires you, or does it just keep you going when you're up to like three a.m. pinning things on dress <laughs> forms and stuff? Um, if you ask me this about maybe eight or nine years ago, my answer probably would have been different because I wanted to work in music for a long time. But um, I decided that I, I liked being a fan more than I liked being in it. So right. <laughs> now um, I think that it's more just kind of the, the driving force for those late 3 a.m. nights. And it's kind of what keeps me going. And um, there's so many different different types that I love. Um, but it depends on the mood. Most collections have some sort of soundtrack that I have in mind when I'm working on it, but it's nothing definitive or anything that strictly you know, defines the collection in any way. That's very cool. Well, we are going to go into a new track. You said you wanted to hear... Something about your friends. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about them. Um, I have some some great friends in Chicago. They're in a band called Coma Soft. Um, it's like a kind of pop, rock, electro band. Um, they have a great song called West Town. And um, I think yeah, I think everyone, everyone would love it. So, so we are going to hear something by Coma Soft right now. <laughs> i 
All right. Who was that for us again, Nicole? Uh, it's Komasoft. They're a Chicago band, and they're awesome. I love that song. We were talking about how they kind of reminded me of the old band Boys Like Girls from their album came out what in like 2008, 2009. I think so. It's been a while. But yeah. that kind of music, it just puts you in the best mood. Exactly. You can't not like it. You can't not be in a good mood when you listen to it. So. I love it. And when you should be in a good mood when you're designing clothes primarily, right? Yeah. You should I'm, be in a pretty good mood. I, I'm not one of those people that's, you know, an angry artist. I do better things when I'm in a great mood mood and when I'm happy so if I can have something propelling that mood then I'm all for it I love that you say that because you your clothes and you, the way you style them they remind me of femme fatales who are maybe not always in a good mood but they look they look like bad they look they look good even if they're not in a good mood exactly defying expectations again. who are some of your it could be a femme fatale or any type of strong woman because you really do design you design for women who know their style or people who know their style yes absolutely so who are some of your style whether it's an icon to you or just someone whose style you really admire like who are like top five oh top five top five that's hard um, dead or alive, you don't you don't alive. need to keep it like current <laughs> generation. <laughs> uh, well, this one is probably, I mean, it's it's not very original, but I do love Dita Von Teese. Um, yes, I, I love lingerie. I worked at Age of Provocateur um, for a while, and just her style, her presence, everything about her. She's so beautiful, so feminine, so sexy, but she has such an edge to her. Um, and she, yeah, she's been an icon for a long time. Um, I love her. I love. Um, again, another somewhat of a cliche, but Karl Lagerfeld, just because he's such yes. a brand and he has, he's created such a uniform for himself. And I love that he gets by wearing the same thing every day and he's so recognized for it. Um, and he's like a chic pirate. He is. He's he totally is. a chic pirate. I love his ponytail. I love his glove. I love his sunglasses. And I'm nowhere close to that, but it's to the point where if I don't wear black, people are like, something's wrong. What happened? So I can I can only imagine what he deals with every day. Um, let's see. That's two. Um, another one I have to say is actually my mom. Um, she is... Oh, hi, mom. <laughs> she She's wonderful. She's, um, she's in her 60s, and she wakes up every day. She won't even go down to the mailbox unless she's dressed to the nines and she's inspired me like that since I was um since I was little so that's how my mom is she will not leave the house without lip gloss yep and it's like hot pink exactly yeah she she puts on lipstick to open the door for the delivery guy um so I have to say she's definitely instilled some pride in me in me that way I love it um let's see that's three another one Probably Gwen Stefani. I can't. Um, I can't not include her. I mean, just from her Tragic Kingdom, No Doubt days to to now. I mean, I, I love her line. I love everything about her, um, and I think she's a great um, a great icon just in general as a person. In addition to um, a fashion and music icon. Um, Let's see. Last one. The last one. <laughs> I feel like these are all so predictable, but they're the ones that I think of immediately. No, um, but I see it though. Do you? I definitely see it. <laughs> the last one, I, if I could somehow, this is probably cheating, but if I could somehow fuse Suzy Sue and Debbie Harry, because I can't <gasps> choose one, it would be one of those two, or maybe they're yes. their love child. <laughs> <laughs> the love child of Suzy Sue and Debbie Harry. Yes. It would be. 
some type of leather bondage top and like a mini skirt or something. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Both powerful women, influential, but have distinctive and individual style. And they, I mean, people still talk about them today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Happy belated birthday, Debbie Harry. Yes. She looks amazing. She looks so fantastic. We I saw them when they played, Blondie played Riot Fest two years ago. Yes. Yes, and I was she there. was like just tearing it up. <laughs> oh, she absolutely tears it up. I I saw her at the House of Blues several oh. years ago, and she she's still even then. I'm like, oh, she's way more energy than I do. <laughs> You're like, get it, yeah, keep going, yeah, don't like, ever stop, keep going. <laughs> oh, I love it. Well, we are gonna check out another tune, um, but we'll be back more with Nicole Murray from The Order after this.
All right, that was Battles by My Gold Mask. And we are here with Miss Nicole Murray from The Order. Where can people find you? Where can people shop? Let uh, us know. <laughs> currently, the line is available on my website, which is thisistheorder.com. Um, I'm still selling my first two collections. I make them all by hand down here in Chicago, so each piece is made to order. And then they're also sold on um, Velvet Vault. It's V-E-L-V-I-T, vault.com. Um, and that's another Chicago-based, um, it's an independent uh, store full of designers who create um, only in black, so it's a very cool thing to check out as well. Um, no stores yet, but um, that's a pretty for the fall so hopefully soon I will be first one in line <laughs> I'm so excited we'll be we have you on Twitter we'll be retweeting tweeting in general help you cool. get the word out there about the order thank you so much for hanging out with us Nicole oh thank you for having me it's we so are fun. going to jump into another song do you want to give anyone a shout out before you go just to Chicago in general <laughs> I'm, I'm proud to be to be part of this amazing city yes love <laughs> it okay we're gonna jump into another song and we will be back with more music and more interviews for you. Oh. 